Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. You can find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. You could head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use promo code Believe fifty. That's B L E A V five zero to receive fifty percent to receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit, and that'll be great for this upcoming Rutgers game if you're out of state. Uh, and that's Bet Online where the game starts. Welcome back to another instant reaction edition of the Night Report podcast. I'm your co-host Michael Broadbent. Uh, Joining me once again is Richie Schneider. Right, Richie, this seems to happen every time we record, um, where we say there hasn't been much going on in recruiting, and then boom, a random commitment comes in. So if you've listened to our recruiting update podcast, episode 71, we released this morning. Um, surprise, we got a commit late last night after we got done recording. So we got a commitment from a running back out of Pahokee, Florida. Uh, those who followed recruiting for a long time know Pahokee is a pretty... Uh, prestigious school in South Florida. They've put out a lot of NFL talent over the year. Uh, Richie, just talk a little bit about this kid and uh, how this just kind of came out. Did it really come out of nowhere, first of all? Uh, yeah. I mean, I got a phone call last night, and it was just like, hey, uh, someone's coming into Rutgers. And I was like, oh, great. Like, It's like 10 p.m. Like, what are we doing? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it really came out of nowhere. If you listen to the pod, like you said, the original the Pod 71, I think it was. Yep. Uh, we did a recruiting update, and the only guy we really, like, talked about was uh, Namdi Udiegu, the other Rutgers' uh, main target, at least, for recruiting-wise. And uh, it, this, this, like, this was out of nowhere. This kid never even tweeted out a Rutgers offer. So let's kind of put it like that. Now, he's been to campus before. Um, he does have an offer from the staff, obviously, and he, uh, he committed. Um, he's, he's an interesting player. He's a little on the shorter side. I think he's listed 5'10 per us. And uh, that's in his bio as well. But if you look at his tape, there's no – I'm just going to say it. There's no way he's 5'10". But uh, he, he's <laughs> yeah. got a lot of speed. Like, he's not as fast as, like, a Chris Johnson guy who uh, Rutgers had committed originally in the uh, – or pretty early on in the cycle. But he, he does run pretty fast track times. He got a 10-7 uh, meter, I think it was. Um, he, also, he also looks pretty quick on tape. Um he, he looks like a solid player, and he comes from, like you said, a pretty good high school, too, that's produced quite a few NFL players, like Anquan Bolden, Janoris Jenkins. Um, I think there was a couple others as well. Yeah, Pernell McPhee, and there's, there's a ton of guys yeah. who played a couple years in the league, but those are the yeah, main I mean, ones. It seems like a pretty solid get. You uh, you beat out some decent schools, too, in Memphis, who has produced some talent over the years. Coastal's a top 25 team each year. Uh, Purdue's a pretty good offer, too. Even though they they don't throw the they don't run the ball anymore, but um, uh, overall it's a pretty solid get. Um, he doesn't have a ranking yet. Uh, I know it's been submitted. It sounds like he's going to be like a five point five three star to start, but I, I think that could go up pretty easily. He um, he seems like a typical 
he's not an every down back. He seems like a typical scat back type, like uh, a guy that can catch the ball to the backfield. Now he'll have to work on his route running a little bit. He'll probably have to add some muscle before contributing at this level, but uh, kind of reminds me of like a, a Kevin Folk, like third down back guy. Someone that you could just use to get a couple a uh, couple yards out of the passing game at times. And he, he looks pretty shifty as well. He's got a great field vision. Um, you see him catch the ball in the backfield, and there's about four or five defenders on him already. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, his offensive line's not great, so he's kind of used to that already. Um, but he, he just somehow sneaks out of it and breaks free for uh, either the big chunk games and, like, 20-yard gains and stuff like that. And he seem, it seems like a pretty solid game. I'm actually pretty impressed with this considering he was so, like, I guess under the radar, we can call it. Yeah, uh, he does have some legit track times. I think he said 10, 7, 100 meters, which is yeah. pretty blazing fast. Um, he had a pretty good game uh, to start his season this year. He does look like he runs a little upright, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a kid, I mean, the running back position, at least in the opening game, looked pretty good as a team but we do probably need another one this class um and we're not going to say where we think recruiting is in 2023 anymore because we've been proven wrong time and time again uh, yeah, uh, i do done. think we still hit the portal pretty heavily in the off season um but probably more will develop from this kid as uh, as the days go on since it was fairly unknown um i did want to hit on something we kind of skipped over yesterday in our pod and for, for listeners this morning um let's talk visitors for the wagner game uh the, the the visitor list is starting to grow let's hit on some kind of high level guys that are going to be visiting for this game uh let's start with commits i guess from Rutgers. there's going to be a handful of commits let's just kind of go through those really quickly um do you have the list in front of you? Like, yeah, I got I got it pulled up. So um, the, the three commitments that are going to be there as of right now, obviously this is going to change because I think some of these Jersey guys are always going to find a way to campus. Mm-hmm. Um, just see your Peterson anytime he tries to get there, he'll, he'll get there. John Stone, same thing. Uh, but the confirmed ones as of right now, Bo Mascow is coming up from Florida. That's good to get him back on campus because he, yep. he's a guy that's going to draw some SEC interest, and it's something to monitor. Um do I think an SEC school is going to try to poach him? I, th- I think 100%, as long as he keeps having the season he's having so far. Um, Ian Strong is kind of flying under the radar a bit at St. Anthony's uh, out of New York. He's a DB. Um, a, lot, a lot of hype behind him right now. I've, I've talked to a couple different coaches throughout the area in the Tri-State, and there, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of hype building behind him. I wouldn't be shocked if he ended up making that jump to a four-star, or four-star, geez, to a three-star status, maybe even like a 5.6 at this point. Um, DeAndre Johnson's coming. Uh, we're going to post our recruit stats in the next day or so. I'm told he's dinged up a little bit. So he didn't play game one or game two. They, they didn't play uh, – I think they played New Rochelle game one. And then I forget who they played game two. But uh, I, my co- or his coach told me it's nothing serious. He should be back. It's just more of a precautionary thing. And then uh, th- there's some big-name 2024s coming too. Like Yasin Willis is one of the top players in the country. I think he's like 80-something at the moment. Uh, running back out of St. Joe's, and this this is like his. I'm looking right now, one, two, three, four. This will be his fifth time to campus this year, and seventh wow. time seventh time since uh, last September. That's so huge. I mean that's that's big to get this guy on campus again. And if you could somehow snag him, he's ranked 99 in uh, the country per uh, rivals right now. I mean, he's he's just a big power back, and he's a complete opposite of the running back we were just talking about. Yep. So I, I mean. It's it's a pretty good list. Oh, uh, Corey Duff, the other St. Anthony's uh, wide receiver, tight end, hybrid guy. 
Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he was one of the first commitments in the 2024 class. He loves Rutgers. He's another guy that's been to campus a million times. Now, okay. I heard parents are kind of pushing for like him to get more offers before he commits anywhere. So we'll, we'll kind of wait and see what happens there. Um, obviously Would you say he's more of a wide receiver or a tight end? Because I've seen him listed as both. Uh, he's going to be a tight end. He's he wants to play wide receiver, but he's going to grow into that tight end body. Um, I think he's like he's got the frame for it. He'll pack on probably like thirty pounds, twenty pounds, something like that, and he'll be like that six four, like two twenty type. Uh, he'll be a hybrid guy. Like the tight end's kind of just a basically glorified wide receiver at this point. Yep. And then uh, the, the honestly maybe the top name, and I'm not, I didn't even mention this yet. The Michael Thomas in the twenty twenty five class is going to be like a very very good prospect um he he doesn't have a Rutgers offer yet which shocks me but um I got to see him at Penn State this summer at camp I saw him Mm -hmm. at the Monmouth camp the speedster um he technically plays wide receiver could play DB at the next level but uh he's got Penn State Boston College and West Virginia so far I know Rutgers is very high on him and I wouldn't be shocked if an offer came um Donovan Catholic uh South Jersey kid through and through I'm, I'm intrigued a couple schools tried to poach him away from there and they, they managed to keep him there he loves south jersey and i he loves jersey so i mean it's it's a matter of you got to offer this kid asap and start building that relationship yeah i did want to talk about the the future classes in, in new jersey because obviously the more you can get a kid on campus the more that they'll kind of view you as you know a favorite um but also when these kids aren't like in the current class and they're not like super high level priorities, that's the time you can really build a relationship when they don't have pressure from a million sides from all these different coaches coming in at them. And I, I realize that, you know, if you're a top kid, you're going to have that attention your whole career. But the class of 2025 in New Jersey really looks like a super high level class early on. So you've got Michael Thomas, who you just mentioned, mm-hmm. and it seems like there's three really high level kids in Cam Miller, who is in uh, from Winslow, he's a corner. Mm-hmm. You have lots of your Brooks, who's from Millville, who's just an all-around athlete. Um, if you guys saw those highlights from Game One, I think it was in the Ocean City Classic. Uh, I don't remember who they played, but he had like two or three really long touchdowns. Then you have a, an offensive tackle from Tom's River North and Jalen Matthews, who's gotten a ton of offers. Just talk about the 2025 class, and if you do, you also view that class as a potentially like really star-studded class in New Jersey? Yeah, so um, you, you arguably missed the top name of them all in Kamar Archie. Kamar Archie is going to be probably yeah from the top, from, top Is that Hunter or Petty? No, that's Hun. That's Hun school. He's, uh, okay. he's, I like him a lot. I think he might be like a top 50 kid in my opinion. Are the rankings analysts going to agree with me? Probably not, so there's, there's that. But uh, he is a phenomenal prospect. Um, Desi Jones out of DePaul is gaining some offer and some traction. He's a DB up there. Um, John Forrester out of St. John or St. Joe's uh, Montvale is another very good running back. There's there's 18 prospects that have uh, Power Five offers already, and we're still two years away from this wow. class even close to signing. So I mean, put, is, put it like that. I didn't know that. Yeah, this this might be one of the better classes in New Jersey history when it's all said and done. Amari Gaines, the son of Nas Gaines, is a a, a huge prospect as well. I think he has like four or five uh, Power Five offers already. Um, there's a couple kids. There's Danny McQuest out of Irvington, a big offensive lineman. Um, DJ McClary out of Jersey City. Um, the, the the list go on and on and on. It's um, <clears throat> oh, and Rutgers did offer recently a uh, <clears throat> another Union kid, uh, Union High School, and Renick uh, Douglas, who I saw this summer at Rutgers camp, and he looked really good for such a young kid. He's going to be the next DB to come out of 
out of Union following the Igbenosan brothers. Uh, this this class is stacked. Like I, I think without a question, you gotta you gotta strike pretty good in 2024 and build those relationships up. But 2025 is gonna be huge for the staff. You need yep. to land at least at least two of these kids at the very minimum. Now, do they land more? Probably, but I'm just saying you gotta land at least one of the big names. I think they're doing very good with Kamara Archie. Lots of your Brooks is gonna be a little bit of a tough one because he built a very good relationship with Fran. But he's uh <clears throat> he's built he's building one with the staff currently and then some of the new guys. I know Demir Shaw's putting in some work there. Augie Hoffman's been pretty on him pretty well. Uh it's it's gonna be interesting. We'll see what happens with this class, but uh they they have a chance to strike uh strike pretty good in Jersey in that year. For sure. So that'll be something really to monitor, see what how many kids we get on campus. Uh and we were kind of talking about this off the air, but the visit list for the Iowa game, if we start 3-0, and should be pretty beefy, um, especially if the Big Ten doesn't screw us and doesn't put us... Or if we if we don't get a, a noon kickoff, that stadium's going to be crazy. The visitor list is going to be wild. Um, because, like it or not, <laughs> New Jersey fans, or New Jersey residents in general, not the diehard Rutgers fans, but they're just front runners. Like, they have way too many things going on that they could spend a Saturday afternoon doing and go see a, a team that might not, you know, look good on the field. Uh, so I, we're going to have bandwagon people hopping on if Rutgers starts to have success, just like we did in 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009. Like, that's kind of the peak of Shiano's uh, reign at Rutgers the first time around, and that's when we had consistent sellouts because we had the best teams Rutgers ever had consistently during that time. So... If we continue to see success, we'll have a ton more fans, a ton more visitors. That's just kind of the way it is. Um, and I know we've seen some posts on the board about, like, you know, season ticket numbers. They'll continue mm-hmm. to rise if Rutgers continues to play well. That's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, to start off from the beginning of that, um, if, as long as the, the Big Ten doesn't really screw them, if it's two 3-0 and teams, I can't see them not giving it a 3-30 start at least. Maybe maybe primetime. I don't know who else plays that weekend, but uh, – yeah, that would that would be uh, that'd be huge. It'd be huge for recruiting. It'd be huge for the fan base. Get people hyped up. Another night game. That's something about night games at SHI Stadium. That's just the atmosphere is just ten times better. I hate to say it, but I guess that's most stadiums yep. at night. But um, it just gets more amped up. The crowd gets more pumped. Maybe you break out like a, a new uniform combo or something. I know they can't do the blackout because yep. they're doing that for Nebraska, and that's going to be all the hype behind that one. But. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe you just you do something different. I, I don't know. you got to get the fans amped up somehow. A little bit extra that game. A little bit extra juice is flowing. But, uh, yeah, I could see that visitor list being very, very long um, between top prospects and uh, even fans. I think the fans are just going to stack that building. Absolutely. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Barstool's having their, their college football show at Rutgers for the Nebraska game yeah. on October 7th. So that should be pretty awesome. Um, should definitely be cool. make. I don't know where they're gonna post up, but I know that they did a, uh, a the barstool bench mob down at a what was it? One of the bars. I forget. It's, I think it's it was Olive Branch, right? It was Olive Branch. Yep, yep. Yeah. So they did that there last year. Obviously, this is a bigger production, so this will probably be in front of the stadium or in one of the lots. That's um, a good question. I don't know where they're gonna put that. Yep. So that'll be pretty cool. And for those of you who don't really follow, follow Barstool, they do like a traveling roadshow similar to College Game Day. Um, so they, outdraw, they outdraw Game Day, I'll say it, a couple times. So when they, they, when they went it's to, a huge uh, deal. Um, yeah. People are, it's going to be all over social media all day. It's like Dave Portnoy is going to be there, who's the guy who 
created Barstool, who, you know, love him or hate him, he's going to bring some attention to Rutgers. Uh, so, awesome news there. Yeah. Let's try to get on the show. I mean, that'd be fucking sick. Uh, we'll yeah. see if he, if he if he's available. Um, Hashtag get TKR, TKR to Barstool, something like that. <laughs> that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, do you have anything funny. else you wanted to hit on before we sign off today? No, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Um, should be a breeze this weekend. Um, we're going to put predictions out, but it's going to be like 50 to 7, 40 to 7. I mean, you got to give one touchdown, I would assume. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I think I think it's going to be a relatively easy game for Rutgers. Uh, if you haven't signed up already, we have a bunch of uh, bunch of stuff going on on the message board. So sign up. There's a 30-day free trial. TKR30 is the promo code. Um, I think that's really it. Uh, do, do, do we uh, – oh, we have an ad read, right, technically? Uh, yes. Um, From, I have you, the, the one. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So um, the last thing that I got to get out here, um, what do you call it? If you're trying to change your careers and trying to be a little bit different, um, we got a new sponsor for the pod. It's Adam Goldman. He's a franchise coach. Um, he's an experienced entrepreneur. Um, he's trying to help guys just kind of change their, change their lives pretty much and get their own type of American dream. He's Jersey-born, Watchung Hills High School alum, Night Report member, Scarlet Knight fan, franchise vet for over a decade. Um, like, like I said, it's a free consultation process. If he's just trying to help you find your new, uh, your new road in life, I guess the road less traveled. So try to start your own business instead of kind of just working for the man. You could be the man. That's a good, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> it makes owning your own business pretty easy. Uh, you can find, um, what kind of, he can help you kind of lead you and everything and which franchise to look for and how to start it. Franchisecoach.net, call Adam at any time, 844-800-3726, Awesome. Guys, thanks for tuning in once again. This has been another uh, instant reaction edition of the Night Report Podcast. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.